Hey everybody, welcome back. Um, <laughs> it's been some time. Yeah, it's, it's been some time since I last talked, but clearly you're looking at the title and you're like, Miss Crazy, what? What's going on? What you gonna talk about today? Okay, listen, I'm talking about something that has bothered me 30 minutes ago. It has bothered me so much that, do you know what? I sat in my room and I decided to whip out the microphone whip out the laptop and record something in my mind in my spirits um you know recently i was having some fun time with some christians and again this is not a topic of like i'm gonna be shady but no not even but with that said it brings me to the title of this episode i'm and i'm pretty sure i'm gonna keep this title are you beefing with your christian pastor are we beefing with the christian pastor let me just say you know how oh am i too loud let me turn the game down i'm sorry you're blowing your ear out (laughs) i'm sorry you know how like you'll be on like in a christian space or you'll be on social media and maybe you're on like a christian meme page um those ones christian meme pages are very tricky because somebody belongs from a denomination that's it's not going to have the same theology as you that is going to go the route a hundred percent of the times it always goes like this it is going to go in the route of them making fun of mega pastors mega church pastors televangelists and stuff like that. it always goes in that route and i truly 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 from the bottom of my my heart of my bottom from the heart of my bottom believe that as a body of christ that is very dangerous ground to go in i think there's a lack of honor i think there's a lack of respect i think there's a lack of understanding the role that we have to play when it comes to elders of the church do you get me do you get and again like i mentioned about in that episode about like um it was about critics of the church that episode which was a fun one it was a really fun one um it comes a point where people just bandwagon to hate on and criticize at all times one person or like a, a particular type of person in the body of Christ. And the person that I brought up was uh, Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen. That man has the a, a reputable hate club. A hate club. I mean, there's probably partners. They, they partner together, hold hands, kumbaya, kiss each other on the mouth and whisper to each other. I hate Joel Osteen. Do you? Yeah, I do. And the comfort that that probably brings them. That's probably what they ask when they first meet a Christian. Do you? Do you Do you also? And they're like, yeah, I do. Call me a Bobby. Call me a baby. And it, it gets weird. It gets really weird because it's like, why, why are we? Uh, are we really doing this? this whole hate club and here's the thing i'm an ultimate hater i'm not even gonna lie to you i'm an ultimate hater but i've learned at my big age that i'm still young but even then at my big age you have to realize that you may hate everything that comes out of a person's mouth but you have to learn how to separate the person from yes it came from their mouth from critiquing their words and not like completely bashing their character they could be awful like a genuinely awful human being who has done (coughs) sorry i just had some bat soup some awful things you know 
but respect, honor, and 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 mm, just just having that element does not waver still. And I know that sounds crazy. That sounds asinine. But the best example that I could think about biblical, one of the best, not the best actually, because there's actually a lot. One of the best examples that I can think about is home home guy, King David, before he was king and everything like that, when he was killing his tens of thousands and Saul was killing his thousands, okay, thousands, and David over here killing tens of thousands. He was running for his life because his best friend's daddy had ego problems and was insecure and wanted to kill this strong man that everybody was singing the praises of, David, 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 David killed Goliath. It should have It should have been a higher up. It could have been Saul. If he's a man of war, Saul should have been the one that was like, as a leader, as a Jew, I feel that it's up to me to defend my people. But it was a child that killed Goliath, not the actual leader of the nation, the leader of the jewels. Deliver us. Uh-uh. It was a little boy, a little boy, a little shepherd boy, a shepherd boy so anyways chow um so so clearly he was insecure he's so insecure this is why the bible is actually such an interesting read that the the god actually says in the bible that god repented making saul king and so far of what i've read there's two instances of where god has repented and repented does not mean um like i made a mistake repented means you turn like you're never like we're not going down that path again like we repent mean to like completely stop like you are making a use a complete turnaround we use repentance as like obviously we do that with mistakes or sins i'll say sins that we've committed and we're like i repent i will never do this again and we'll never ever go down that path that's it's like a final declaration you shouldn't be repenting multiple times. Like you're, you you got to overcome it. Repent it. It's fine. Done. You don't U-turn just to end up in the same spot you was at. <laughs> that's not a U-turn, baby. That's going straight. <laughs> you that's making a right turn to make it another right. That's, that's a, that's a, what is it? A roundabout. <laughs> that's a roundabout. You lost. Are you confused? You're very confused. So, okay. So Saul is pursuing King David, King Saul. And he's trying to kill him with an army. He's this man. Imagine the entire America, American military pursuing one person. And, you know, I know if you're Osama bin Laden, you can relate to this. But um, imagine, okay? imagine that all of that, the technology, the drones, missiles, nuclear war, just all that stuff, nuclear, whatever, is all at you aiming at your head. (laughs) And. (laughs) <laughs> you a shepherd boy that can kill people ten thousands but it's all all that energy it's a great army by the way that you led am i am i too loud i'm sorry that you led that you fought alongside with and now they're coming for your head what's a man to do so there is this instance in the bible where obviously king david's still in hiding but saul was very close to um getting david and his men rested at camp somewhere and david comes out and he sees king saul sleeping and he has this realization that i am at the perfect opportunity to get rid of this my life my threat the threat of my life 
because it's right now look at me in this opportunity and still the one in front of me staring sleeping right in front of him and what does david say he stopped himself because he could have killed the guy come on easy kill he stopped the guy and he said that's god's anointed that is a man of god so he cut a piece of his i believe his cape or his robe or something he cut a piece off to signify I could have killed you. I was this close to killing you, but I didn't. What did David do in that moment? This man's a murderer. Or at least, you know, obviously he murdered people. He's a man of why. But like this man is jealous. God repented on making him king. Devil possessed. Evil. Insecure. Not smart. Not righteous, to be completely honest. Like does not obey God. Wicked in his ways not a good guy okay but the the fact is david chose to honor what god has appointed as leadership over him nope can't do it i could find very much reason to bash kill this guy be against this like go like completely destroy this guy but i can't because god put him there he's anointed like that's god's god i, I have to honor what god has honored and that is something that people don't people don't society won't tell you to do it society won't tell you to i understand if someone did you wrong but still you know come at them in a respectful way they won't tell you to do it because society is not saved people are going to hell h-a-i-l-l people is going to hell in a handbasket <laughs> Hell in basket. They ain't worried about the love of Jesus. They ain't got it. They don't got it. So of course the advice that we're getting is like, now you gotta get yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When somebody do you wrong, you do them back twice as wrong, so they can know not to ever mess with you. You set your boundaries. Let them know this that lie that you that go do this to me. That's society. That is literally society. You get your last. You, you get your last, you know, little mm-mm in. You, you show them, girl. You, you tell them, girl. But let me tell you, that's prideful. That is prideful and it is fueled by anger. It is fueled by not wisdom and is not fueled by love. Because now you're creating a big problem that you're going to have to end up repenting to God for. That's a sin that you tacked on. That you you could have just not have done. You could have found a way to be meek and low and say, God, I could have, but I'm going to choose the likeness of Jesus right now and be loving in a way that it, I know is supernatural because I want to cuss them out. I want to kill them. I want to kill. K-I-E-E-L-Y-L-K-Y-E-E-Y-E-L. Kill them. But Jesus wouldn't do that. So... I'm going to choose love Jesus. You could do something like that and God will bless you and honor you because that's not, that's not a normal decision. People don't, people don't, people are used to choosing themselves, but that's not biblical. The Bible teaches us to prefer others above ourselves. And that's what David did. He preferred Saul's life above his own. This man was still going to kill him anyway. So <laughs> he ain't dead. Read the story. See how God honored King David. There's a reason why we call him King David. That man is a righteous man. I don't like when people, I don't personally, anyways, 
we're not gonna go that route we're not gonna go we're gonna stay on con we're gonna stay on route we're gonna stay on track no we're not i personally do not like how people refer to king david as that man did this he did abcdog the point is yeah he did it and we can read about it to this day but the point is the gospel is real god's forgiveness is real his redemption is real we need to refer to that brother in christ that man of god as a man of god not as a man he was a sinful man that put some res- put some respect on king david's name that man's been redeemed okay you think redemption didn't occur in the old testament yes it did yes it did the love of jesus was always there the love of god i should say was always there the path back to righteousness forgiveness remission of sin all that was what do you think the goats and lambs and all that sacrifice stuff was about hmm? what you think the, what you think went on at the temple baby huh the temple what you think what you what you thought hmm? so that if that man's been forgiven by god what are we doing addressing him in such a way disrespectful disrespectful so anyways that's that so recently i was in a christian space and this minister of the gospel's name kept coming up in like a joke form and it was kenneth copeland um alongside kenneth copeland you know if you don't know people know him as the guy who buys jets he's a mega church pastor he needs a jet he believes god wants to give him a jet he needs a jet he needs a jet he needs a jet (sighs) the next person people would throw in this category is jesse duplantis but he's from new orleans so he has a funny he has a fun i love his accent but he also wants a jet um and there's there's other like mega church pastors that people like to hate on and by people i mean surprisingly the body of christ um joel osteen falls into that category i don't know anything about him and jets but i know that the whole state of texas hates him apparently because every time any natural disaster happens people blame this man with a nice smile and i really don't know what y'all want from him genuinely like what's stopping you from doing something okay oh okay because you got what's stopping you is because you got to make time to hate on joel osteen well i would change the world but i gotta keep up my fate my hate club on, on, on joel i would change the world but i got a post to make on joel i'm sorry baby i'm sorry and it, it comes to this thing and i'm gonna bring in scripture too where we get loose-lipped and we find ourselves this is what made me uncomfortable we find ourselves in a position where we completely disrespect and i don't just mean on a christian ground on christian grounds we completely disrespect elders of the faith elders in general grown adults but men and women of god completely disrespect we mock them we disrespect them people call them out of their names and it gets uncomfortable for me because you'll hear about these pastors and you'll immediately hear about the negative things when he thinks god wants him to get a jet but then people would and then people would you know i'm sure watch their sermons or watch their videos that the media clips or other christian hate clubs gossip pages on youtube essentially that's what they are clips together to you know make a point to appeal to their argument this is why and these prosperity preachers and and it's just it's just like close your yanch 
for me because your mouth is stinking like booty hole close it rather than actually doing what jesus told you to do make disciples make disciples go preach the gospel do something be a sender if you're not a goer if you know you you rather use your limited time on earth to be a stupid idiots a stupid idiot and live up these people's booty holes and i don't understand because for me <laughs> like if you really want to be a person that actually cares about hey i want to make sure this person what this person is saying is true and or right or like is this a person that we should worry about in the body of christ i would probably try watching their stuff without bias and secondly i would probably try watching their stuff where they actually have explained themselves because they have and you know these videos where they explain themselves these people for example jesse duplantis he's multiple times has explained the media lies on me he and he was like and people just don't i think it's this concept of like milk drinkers trying to process meat like if you're if you're living on like there's spiritual levels where it's like um you're a milk drinker and then there's meat eaters and you can find this in the bible where paul visited a church and he was like last time i came y'all were dealing with this problem next this time i came i see y'all still dealing with this problem y'all are milk drinkers i'm trying to get y'all to meet but I, I see i can't give y'all meat because y'all still dealing with the same problem get it together and people have a hard time processing like these big spiritual things like which is insane like the concept of seed time and harvest people don't understand it number one they probably haven't tried it with faith but number two also encouragement of the day don't dig up and doubt what you planted in faith take that as you will but i hope it's biblical how you take that people struggle with that so if anyone makes a test has a testimony of god seeing god provide financially like he said in the bible in the area of finances you know i gave this seed and god returned it in this amount and i kept giving larger seeds because da da da, da. and now i see people have immediately the crevice of their underwear hold on the crevice of their backside gets bunched up with their thick wool underwear whatever people these people wear is probably like paper towel material just hard and dry it gets crumpled together and all of a sudden all of a sudden people have they want to start a riot how dare you talk about finances i don't want none of that prosperity gospel i have plans to prosper you I, are we serious right now are we serious did we we, we didn't we, we can't read we didn't see in the bible where jesus was like poverty is a curse and curse is anyone who 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 who's who hangs from a tree baby that's what david said i'm pretty sure we didn't see that part in the bible poverty is a curse how how much more clear do you need it how else are you gonna prosper in this world everything expensive why wouldn't you want god to prosper you that sounds like help <laughs> That sounds like help. That sounds like a good idea to me. Everything expensive as it is today, I want to be prosperous. Yo, yo, help me out, God. Yo, that's one of his promises. People don't, people don't, again, this all boils down to, oops, excuse me. I'm just, this gain is so, hold on. People don't, I'm sure, this boils down to the issue of people actually reading their Bible for what it says, not for argument reasons, but for in revelation and truth and honesty and spirit and truth for what it says and letting god speak to you and realizing that his word responds to his word if you have a question you'll find it in the answer in the word because the word is limited in number but that thing is vast 
like it's not even limited. It's insane how the Bible is because it's literally the word made it's Jesus like God is his word it's him <sighs> the word is alive that's what the Bible says in Hebrews 4 12 the word is alive the word of, for the word of God is quick or alive and powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword that it pierces even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit joint and marrow and the Bible the word of God is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart the Bible a book no this is god according to john 1 god is his word so people i see people doing these things where is it comes to the point of like okay jesse duplantis where he's explained before he was like i watched the video and he was like i'm an evangelist y'all he was like you know how many nations i'm trying to reach you know the hassle of getting on a plane like a commercial plane i need my own plane and what people don't realize is if how do you get your own plane everything costs money by the way i don't know how we're shocked about this you get your own plane that's fine but what if you have a jet where you can get to nations faster do what you already do on a regular basis but now you get to many how quick can you get now there's a new jet that's been made that has that can get places at a fast rate than it has ever before i think this is good for the body of christ y'all if we're actually serious about the gospel which which honestly because it all comes down to spreading the gospel this is what we learned in ministry school that they like shoved down our throats and i'm so good that they did actually because one of our mantras our our big mantra was to know god and to make him known to know god and to make him known and when i went to ministry school that was the thing that they were like i really feel like this is what we are wanting to instill in you guys they call the first year equipping that's what they say equipping in the second year or something and third year or something but they were like, that's our thing, to know God and to make him known. How, how the freak else do you make him known but by preaching the gospel? One of the final commands that Jesus gave to the body of Christ. Huh? 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 So, like, <laughs> go into all the world and preach the gospel. That's in Acts, Acts 1-8, I believe. Acts 1-8. For you shall receive power, after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, first in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and to the outermost part of the earth, parts of the earth. Acts 1.8. This is a command. Holy Spirit-fueled command. God-directed command. To go out into all the world, you shall be filled and after that, go out and spread the gospel. So why why even try to like come against like that's when I heard that explanation, because let me tell you, ain't nobody gonna speak about ain't nobody gonna speak against nobody I like. But then again, also I'm not gonna sit around here and be like, you know, like every time someone says something like terrible, cause like sometimes you have to like, oh, is that a genuine critique? What I'm learning right now through life is when someone critiques someone, even if you like him or not always give everybody the benefit of the doubt because people don't know how to deal with basic conflict god forbid someone that has a character flaw oh my goodness no forgiveness no redemption no no, no. everyone's always mad so what i've learned is to always give someone the benefit of doubt because either somebody misread something there always is something right go to the source and see what they actually have to say what if someone how many times do people misread things in general 
So I listened to him talk about it and he was like, I'm an evangelist, you guys. The reason why I want a jet is so I can get to these places faster. And honestly, like in my experience of evangelizing and airports, I love flying. My first flight, it was to Switzerland. I didn't sleep at all. I watched Spider-Man, baby. I watched Spider-Man and all them little superhero movies. I'll, I'll fly. I'll fly. And I loved it. And that was, I believe, two years before, one year before my first mission trip and three years prior to me knowing what my call was to go travel the world and preach the gospel. Have you traveled? I live on the East Coast of America. Traveling to Africa at first was fun. It was really fun. Traveling to Africa now, I'm telling you, I'm getting a first class ticket. I'm not effing around. <laughs> That's a quote. If you know it, you know it. I ain't effing around with you. I want a child. I want my eggs cracked, meaning I want a child. I want my name dropped, meaning I want to be married. I'm not having around with you. If you know where that's from, let me know. And if you know where that's from, it's probably because you know me, because I love that video. I love that video. Oh, it's so funny. I want my eggs cracked, meaning I want a child. I want my name dropped, meaning I want to be married. I'm not around with you so um child it's a lot it's a lot and you sitting straight upright like this for 14 12 hours and then you got 12 other hours to fly if you're cheap it's 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 horrible it's horrible it's horrible it's not good and I always am around people that infuriate me. And it's terrible because they're all African. And I love being African. I love Africans. But we are the worst sometimes. <laughs> like, we can't just, like, relax and just silently get somewhere. Everybody, somebody maybe got to be crying. Somebody grandma got to be talking loud. We're just so unapologetically freaking foreign and ethnic that I'm just like, please, let's act caucus. Let's act Caucasian right now. Like, what do the white people do? They, like... You know, they like relaxing. They like reading books. What do they do? I don't know, but I can't. I can't ask them to be something that I also am not. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'd be probably be the same too if I had more friends on that flight. If I was seated next to my friends, okay. <laughs> Sorry, but um, the flight's long. It's terrible. Not much leg room. Your, your back is cramped. Your bunda is in pain because you are sitting for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And your neck's not right because you can't sleep. And some of the child doesn't throw up everywhere. True story. A child crying for 12 hours straight. True story. Genuinely believe that child was demon possessed. And mama's not doing anything. She I can tell she ain't never beat that boy up because let me be the first one. I'll do it. Give me five minutes in the bathroom with your child. Just five minutes. I swear, not only will he be converted to Christianity, he will behave, apologize, repent, give his life to the Lord, do good, be righteous, never make a mistake ever again. Five minutes with me. Yeah. 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 <coughs> and um, sorry, I just came back from Wuhan. So I, <laughs> so I heard his reasoning, Jesse Duplantis. And I was like, wow. <laughs> you know, I was like, hey. And I understand how the media, the media does not like Christians at all. It's, it's unfortunate. The media just doesn't like Christians. And I don't think Christians realize that we're actually perpetuating a stigma that the media has 
hated the church for for being successful for being big for doing big things for god and my thing my thing is yeah like he's asking he was saying like this is this is y'all sowing a seed to get to advance the gospel if i can reach if i get my own plane i can go to these nations faster i can be there faster the point is the flight to africa is horrible and i would willingly spend more money to get there to be good on my body because what the freak that's inhumane the way that everybody's just packaged in a tube metal tube in the sky for 50 years people aren't even pilots are dropping out there's not even enough pilots and then whatever they got to fly the type of people we got to fly you got to be stuck with those people terrible so yeah i would spend a little extra money to uh yeah gladly spend a thousand more dollars to be in first class just to stretch my legs out golly to let my body be vert i mean horizontal it's vertical baby it's completely vertical so anyways so so he's like yeah so that's his whole thing with the jet basically it's not because oh it's it's you know i really need a jet you guys it's like if you know anything about evangelism if you traveled on many flights for me one of my thing that that makes me oh about myself is like the flight though it was fun i hated how much time it took because it took it, fe- it felt like oh i wish i could just teleport there right now which god willing that is still in the will and it's biblically true and i still receive that as a possibility for my life where i was like because it just takes away time and one thing we know as believers is there's not enough time until jesus returns so these things where it's just like if you are an evangelist that is your ministry your career your identity time is your enemy and in a way time is like what are you or to your advantage because everything you do with your time will count against you or count for you you waste time you'll find out what happens you f around you'll find out if you take advantage of your time you study before the lord build yourself up you will see the fruit of it so it's your friend or your enemy but the point is time is going to time regardless with or without you so i'm not i'm not gonna hearing them i'm not gonna be talk out of the side of my mouth and let the most disrespectful things come out of it just because and my thing is did justin dependence did he ask you for money did he come to your house and ask you or your grandma for money you know you can say no you know it's biblical to not pressure people to give you money to not give out of pressure you know that right and if you some reason feel pressured you'd be going against the bible giving anyways if you feel pressured you know you don't have to right okay okay so but he i don't want to i really don't care to hear much arguments because i believe that that man has too much of video evidence of him making his argument and his claim for being like bro this is actually my reason the media is spinning it because they don't like the church they don't like christians there's too much video evidence out there for people to still be haters of people that are actually actively producing fruit for the kingdom of god look into it get into it yeah yeah get into it and then the whole kenneth copeland thing that actually makes me uncomfortable in the spirit because how people are so it's like if your pastor would have said it y'all wouldn't have had a problem the whole i remember it's like a thing that the whole blow COVID away thing or whatever and my thing is is like but the amount of things y'all let slide in these prophetic services and that's the thing y'all tripping about 
and my thing is it's gonna have to come to a point where it's like you we got to get smart about the things that we actually let come up come out of our mouths because the bible says your words will condemn you or uh i believe justify you or it just says your words will condemn you i should probably look that up huh you know <laughs> i should probably look that up but while i look it up the point i want to make is because there's a lot of things by your words you will be condemned and by your words you will be there's a lot of things that um let me get this verse the words you say will either acquit you or condemn you yeah for by your words you'll be acquitted and by your words you will be condemned so the point is you will be held by everything that comes out of your mouth and the point i'm trying to make is there's a lot of things that jesus said that seem off the wall now we accept it because we're christians but can you imagine being a hebrew light <laughs> let me stop a jew a someone living in um what do you call israel israelites and jesus talking about eat my body drink my blood yeah yeah like do you know the amount of people that fell away from from following him when he said that to the point that jesus turned over to his disciples and he was like aren't y'all gonna go too and peter was like baby um where, where we gonna go you was the lord like who else are we who wh- who else do we have but you who else are we gonna follow like genuinely who else do we have and there comes a point where it's like watch your mouth because if you don't these things it's like some things people say out of faith that seem crazy i don't want to be the person that has to i'm sorry god for speaking against your servant because i critiqued every little thing every and it's not even like a basic critique where it's like oh that seems kind of outlandish it's like for their neck like people are going for their heads disrespect dis just dishonorably speaking on men of and women of god that actually bear fruit for the kingdom of god by your fruits you will judge them i judge people off their fruits baby because fruits will speak the fruits lack of fruits and having fruits is the reason is a reason why jesus cursed the fig tree he told them to give it told to give me a fig the tree couldn't do it he cursed the fig tree and the next time the disciples walked by it was withered from the root so i'm always gonna i'm always gonna try to um let me see the fruit people are hating on you okay but let me actually see the fruit how is god blessing you do i feel and sense the hand of god in this ministry do i see the activity of god on you huh and then i think about like for example jimmy swaggart when while he he's a televangelist and i don't know why people immediately just buck up when they hear that word i do know why because there have i'm not saying that there aren't people that actually abuse the office of ministry yes i know that and we're gonna get to that biblically what we do for that Mm -hmm. for example jimmy swaggart if you don't know he is a man anointed anointed man of god he he falls under the category what we would call a televangelist and while he was being used mightily in the ministry i mean this guy numbers of salvation he was on tv people knew that every he was international he is international my mom as african as she is knew jimmy swaggart in his programs and his songs that he was singing. she was like oh yeah we were raised on jimmy swaggart we were raised on jimmy swaggart we would watch jimmy swaggart all the time you know and she was from the 70s so you know the 1900s that's like caveman time so and i'm joking if you don't know my humor i was born in the 1900s myself 1999 you know the remainder of the eight 
months that I experienced in that year were pretty brutal. Um, so he, Jimmy Swaggered, while, I mean, height of his ministry, you know, and it's only the height because it was found out that he had been engaging in sexual relationships with a prostitute or prostitutes. But the fact is, it wasn't his wife. So it came out. He confessed it on public TV during a church service. And there's a, millions of views on this video. And he he repented before God in front of all these people. And he's crying. And his ministry hasn't been the same since. But if you tune in today, his sons are still in the ministry. His church is still going on. I believe in New Orleans. Or excuse me, Louisiana. I don't know what city. Um, still anointed. When that man speaks, the anointing of God. Because that's irre- the gifts and callings of God are irrevocable. That's biblical. It's irrevocable. And it reminds me of that verse in the Bible where God was like, he was like, I'm going to use it for my glory. And there, there was an instance, and I know I'm getting this wrong, but there's basically to sum it up. I, I know I might get it wrong because I don't specifically remember what it was, but there was an instance in a Bible where people were preaching the gospel, but there was something they were I, either they were living wrong or doing something wrong. And God was like, either Paul was talking about it, but either way, it was like, I believe it was Paul. And it was like, but people are getting saved. <laughs> so it's like, let's just, let's just count the fruit of that. But people are getting saved though. So that's why God would, you know would continue to like show himself even through that interesting vessel because listen people are still getting saved but people are hearing the gospel though but people are hearing about the love of god though but here people are hearing about jesus though and to me that is great we should obviously not settle we should never settle we should always be proven to be a good sacrifice for the lord like romans 12 1 and 2 tells us to be there's many scriptures that tell us to like be approved work to be approved by god seriously not just like i want not earning righteousness but show yourself approved seriously show yourself to be a person of integrity of character don't let there be don't let yourself be someone that people speak ill of and that's not saying that like if someone speaks ill of you cuss them out or like knock them out but it's like be above reproach be a person of character that it's like even if someone talked crap on you, it's like, no, but I know this person. They're not like that because this person has shown themselves to be good, to be righteous, to be this, to be A, B, and C, a person of integrity, A, B, and C, D, E, F, G, whatever, right? So that's the standard, correct? Correct. Yes, that is a standard. So I forget where I even was. Um, But when I see people, yes, Jimmy Swagger. So that man's still anointed, anointed as he's anointed that it hasn't left but because of that you know he abused that office of ministry in the way of not maintaining that standard that same standard that has always been live a righteous life be righteous be a man of your word be da 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 but god was still using him while he was in that secret sin because he was still preaching the gospel of jesus christ and obviously it comes to the point where people have to realize separate the man of god from what the man of god is saying that man has to answer to god and god alone for his life but what are the fruits focus on the fruits how is the is the kingdom of god being advanced yes okay but now biblically what do we do for people that are you know in the wrong let's go to 
Ooh, everybody's screaming. First Timothy chapter five, verse 17 through 20. This is the English standard version. Lord Jesus, help my family. They are so loud. God help them. Oh. Okay. I hit my I hit myself in the in the mouth with the mic. Awesome. So, First Timothy chapter 5 verse 17 to 20 says, "Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching." For the scripture says you shall not muzzle an ox while it treads out the grain and the laborer deserves his wages. Do not admit a charge against an elder except on the evidence of two or three witnesses. This is from Paul, a letter from Paul, by the way. As for those who persist in sin, hear this. As for those who persist in sin, rebuke them in the presence of all so that the rest may stand in fear. And I'm sure this applies to the elders of the church, I'm sure. But even then, I think that's a general rule. As for those who persist in sin, meaning you call them out in public, meaning if they did it once, you call them out privately. If they persist, do it publicly. Why? Because there's a standard that we all have to live by. We all have to live by, all of us, all of us. No one is an exception, period. Read the story of Job. Job got rebuked, rebuked. People don't know the story of Job well. I'm learned, I've, I've always realized that. Not always, but I realized that at, at a young age. People think it's like, a people, are, people can't read. I'm telling you, people are illiterate. They think it's one thing like, God will make you suffer and da 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 Suck your mother, suck your mother, seriously. Like, no, that's not the story of Job because God didn't inflict Job with these sicknesses. It was the devil. A basic reading comprehension will let you know that. And what did God do for Job? He doubled everything Job had. Job was a rich, that man was freaking wealthy. Read the book, story of Job. The Bible says in Job 1, he was a perfect man. Read it. Blameless, other translations say. What else? What else can, do you need to know about Job? That man was rebuked, going on too long about, God, I don't know how you could do this to me. I did da, 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 da. Rebuked. I think, I think it was Elihu. And then after Elihu rebuked him, because he didn't want to, because Elihu was younger than him and, the, and Job's friends that were surrounding him while he was going off and venting, which venting is actually never a good idea. Give it to God. Learning that as I grow up, give it to God. Do not vent to people. You will always say things. Either way, you have to answer for what you say anyways. Give it to God. You might as well give it to God. Okay? Don't don't speak ill on people. Don't ruin people's integrity by talking bad about them to other people. Give it to God. Be like, nim, 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 venting. Not like, I, hey, there's this thing that I'm, I'm peeping and I don't understand. I'm talking venting because we know how nasty we can get when, when we vent. Don't give room for anger to like grow like that. Mm-mm. So, so Job is doing his thing. Elihu rebukes the fire out of him. And then because of Elihu's rebuke, God came in and was like, I'll take the mic. Thank you, babes. And rebuked the fuego out of Job and then blessed him. <laughs> Isn't God good? He's a good father. So what do we do? When someone is in sin, you correct them privately. If they persist, 
What does Paul say? Do it publicly. So that what? Why? Why do it publicly? They didn't listen the first time. What does that show you? They're not humble. They don't, they, they're not humble. They're not obedient to the word of God or the standard of God that the Bible sets us to live by that standard of righteousness. They don't want to listen. They don't want to do it. You don't want to yield You're like a stubborn donkey, a stubborn mule. Okay, fine. As for those who persist in sin, rebuke them in the presence of all so that the rest may stand in fear. Yeah, because if y'all ever try this nonsense, it'll be you next getting rebuked. Yeah, yeah. Think of when Paul rebuked Peter. Mm? If Paul is writing this, this shows me most likely Paul and Peter talked about why are you acting all fake when the other Jews come around you 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 want to act like the uh you don't want to act like the Gentiles are cool to mingle with huh and Peter was like bro like I don't even know what you're talking about man it's not even that deep it's not that serious and then when Peter did it again Paul was like ah ah, ah, ah." which you're not gonna do and he did it publicly though okay okay so that's what that shows me so if they're if these people Kenneth Copeland Justin Duplantis da 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 Joel Osteen whatever these people better be acting in sin for the the disrespect that I've seen on these men of God genuinely they better I better find something out something better come out but let me tell you you don't even need to find something because the Bible says what's done in the dark paraphrasing. But everything done in the dark will come to light. It will all come out. And we know this. Just give it time, which is a word. Everything, give everything time. It'll come. Mm-hmm. Everything deserves time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll all come to light. There's nothing. And the thing is, it's like, why even wait for that stuff for your own self? When they are the ones that have to answer to God, they, it's not you. You're not their leader. You're not their pastor. You're not their this. You're not their that. You don't deserve to know anything about their lives. But if they're wicked, if, if they're wicked, but they preach the gospel, they're winning souls, they're feeding the children, the hungry, the widows, the orphans, whatever it is, then glory be to God because somebody's doing it. Somebody's doing it. You know, I partner with the ministry where it feeds children. Every week my money goes out to feed these children. And I love seeing the testimonies of that. I partner with different ministries. I partner with different ministers. And I love seeing their testimonies. I want to know where my seed's going. And I know that I'm a part of that. I know that God gets the glory regardless. But you know what? I'm glad, personally, I'm glad that I partner with people that I know are integ- like have integrity before the Lord, are righteous people. If they aren't, that's not for me to call them out. That's not for God. That's for, excuse me, that is for God for Holy Spirit to convict him. That's that's who convicts us, the Holy Spirit. And that's for God to deal with them and their leadership and who they're submitted to, to deal with them. But what should I do as a believer? Pray for them. I haven't seen any prayer circles. For the people that criticize Jesse DePlantis, Kenneth Copeland, have you prayed for Kenneth Copeland? You don't like him as much? You think you're going to go to the same heaven with this man, this man that you disrespect for free as a Christian? Genuinely. Are you mad? Are you dem- like demented in the mind or something and then what you just love him suddenly love him now pray for him now be a christian now i would love to see stuff like that there's a lot of people in the body of christ that i'll be like i don't personally agree with this i don't like how this person does this i don't and i don't and i'll be the i'll be clear about it from the jump you know sometimes it's awkward because you're like 
mm, you'll feel like mm, about somebody but you know you'll meet with a christian that loves this person changed my life this person spoken to my life it's a lot of people that i know that fit this narrative but if if i'm in the presence of somebody that's like testifying of how god has used that person that i don't really care for character wise or action wise how god has used them to minister and bring my fellow brother and sister in christ in an area of breakthrough revelation wisdom whatever i'm gonna rejoice with them it's not a time for you to be like yeah but did you hear what did i'm rejoicing i'm rejoicing because it's not the time for that it's at that point it's just there's no fruit in doing any of that nonsense but if you want to talk about it then i'm gonna let you know hey this person does this a lot and for that reason i haven't been tuning into them as much sometimes i just take what they say i just eat the meat spit out the bones because of this problem that's that i haven't called them out of their name i haven't disrespected them nothing but people don't a lot of people don't do that because it's become this unfortunate christian culture thing to bandwagon against people like jesse duplantis televangelist da 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 rich christians or whatever there's a whole page called preachers and sneakers i don't i don't even emotionally like i don't even feel energetic enough to drag this person down like how much time do you have to commit portions of your life to looking at the feet of people preaching the word of god that's all you got from this what's on their feet that's it and then you're looking at the cost of the sneakers are you okay annie are you okay is everything well at home are you well uh-huh are you doing well uh you are not doing well you are not you're not okay my guy you something's wrong with you wrong <laughs> it's wrong i think of you and it's wrong <laughs> something is wrong okay you are not okay i see it. it's so it's it's just it, you see what i mean it comes to a point where it's like you realize that y'all the only you the only one beefing with this person this person don't even know who you are you over here struggling on craft singles and they're over here believing for a jet you're not on the same level baby so my resolution in all of this i say all of this to say watch your mouth because a lot of y'all will answer it's done it's already exited your mouth you will now have to answer for what you said against god's anointed yeah get like david even if they're you know like i said with saul saul that man lord he he was doing a lot of crazy things and that's the fact that's the bible truth that's the gospel truth he was doing crazy things but even then david had room to honor the man who was on his way to kill him because he respected what god put on him more than whatever else he had to prove or whatever else that he could have gained personally yeah but i fear god and i'm not going to touch what god has anointed i'm not touching god's anointed i don't mess with stuff like that god let me tell you god will always honor his word period if god set the standard you <laughs> the standard is finito it ain't changing and people think they're exempt from punishment or rebuke or whatever when it comes to stuff like this um fear god fear god yeah let's come back to that fear god i wouldn't be so loose-lipped 
I wouldn't be so willing to say something against a man or woman of God unless, like the Bible instructs, you have two or three witnesses. Don't be so willing to do that. Pray, go in your prayer closet. Genuinely, if you're this concerned, go in your prayer closet. I'm tired of seeing these YouTube channels and da da da. And I'm tired of Christians comfortably sitting around bashing people that, yeah, Jesus died for, people that God is blessing and using. You're comfortable being disrespectful. That's somebody's daddy. That's somebody's grandfather. That's somebody's somebody. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just don't do it. Period. I don't, in or outside of Christ, there has to come a point where it's like, I, y'all, y'all need to learn how to honor people for real, for real. Somebody could do you dirty wrong, downright wrong. It could be your parents for all I care, where there still has to be of like, all right, your parents could do you wrong. They still want that house clean Saturday. Get up, get your butt up and do it. If you're living under the roof, go honor them. At this point, it doesn't matter what they did. You're in their household. They're your parents. That's the standard God set. It's the first it's the first commandment with the promise. You honor your mother and father. You will live. You will have a long life. How important is it? And that's something a lot of people have to learn. How to be humble. Bite your tongue. Shut up. Which is an art. Shut up. It's not needed right now. I don't care. This person, this pastor could have honor him. Just honor him and God will honor you because that's I'm more I'm more concerned about being approved by God. I'm more concerned about God looking at me and being like, you have a pure heart. You're you're doing well. I know that was hard, but yet you still love them and you honor them even when you had no reason to outside of my word. Hmm. Wow. That's obedience. Obedience to the word. That is living a life above your flesh, having power over your flesh to do what your flesh wants to do. You want to go off and disrespect people just because they did you wrong, call them every name in the book, and now look at you with your tail between your legs because now you have to apologize to God that you call. You can't even confront that person, tell them everything that you thought of or said about them because you let yourself disrespect and dishonor people that God has anointed and put his hand on. That's a terrible, terrible terrible way to live and i am disappointed and a lot of people in the body of christ for allowing this stuff to come out of their mouths that's that's your ministry critiquing bashing disrespecting people that's your ministry Uh -uh. uh-uh uh-uh uplift the body of christ too if that's if that's your ministry uplift him uplift the body of christ do something for the kingdom of god baby but anyways you have to be teachable in that regards and allow yourself to let the Holy Ghost work on your heart. Why are you so willing to go there? Go that low. I'll let the Holy Spirit help you out with that one. So thank you for listening. If you're hearing this, if you feel like you need to repent or be like, God, I probably said some things that I probably shouldn't have. Go repent to God. Speak to him. He's willing to forgive you. I'm serious. It's it's like it's humbling to realize that recognize that you let some crazy behind thing bat boop bat beep crazy things come out of your mouth take accountability and apologize ask god for forgiveness and move on get better do better that's all i ask do better y'all because the standard will never lower okay so personally let this be known i'm not interested in joining the hate club of joe Osteen, kenneth hagan or jesse duplantis don't come at me and kiki talking about that joe that jesse duplantis guy because 
you will no i'm not joining in on that i think that's stupid that's stupid that's stupidity be careful what you let come out of your mouth it's dangerous grounds okay so that's all i gotta say god bless you i love you um yeah and if you love me too say it back what you doing say it back say it back i love you okay bye